You're listening to The Rewind with Funza and B Tenacity. My name is Funza and I'm chilling with the beautiful lady over here. Hi everybody, I'm Funza. <laughs> so she doesn't need anyone advertising her. She's she so can, big. She can do, she can do it on herself. herself. So the person she is doing a good exactly. job by herself. Hey, that's pretty good. <laughs> oh, guys. Oh. But to do that. Oh, like, I know about money. Obviously, that could be everyone's response. Like they got money. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the rewind with Punta and B Tenacity. As we shall see. <laughs> well, okay, okay, Mlaleli Lapekaya, welcome to it. My name is Bongani Masego, the one, the only B to diversity. The very beautiful Ponente Hoponza Malavia is on the other end of the line. Ponza, good job. Hello, Mazali Ninjani. Welcome to YouTube Digest. Um, <laughs> I don't know what to say. I haven't done this in a while. But welcome to YouTube Digest. It's the YouTube. Yes. Yeah, it's the YouTube Digest of the Rewind this week. I'm sure Nibonile Wote in the first episode, we well, the first episode this week, yeah. we only gave you some celeb news and we recapped on some of the videos. I mean, some of the stuff that the celebrities had been dishing out and going through these past few weeks. But now we're going to speak about our YouTubers and our influencers mm-hmm. and go through some of the videos that we've had a chance to watch and what we think about them. I must say, as the young as Bonanga, so Okay, 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 okay. Uh, can we actually know? Let's start actually with um, the lady trending right now on Twitter. Um, uh, yes, let's start actually. with that. Oh, Bianca. Oh, Bianca. <laughs> Give me a backstory, please, on Bianca. Who is Bianca? Um, so, Miss Bianca, uh, Miss Bianca, Bianca is someone who um, wanted to be one of the Miss SA contestants. Why does she look and like she... She submitted a video. Oh. Um... Yeah? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, she submitted a video wanting to be Miss SA, and it's as simple as that. When she submitted the video, the people did the digging, and the tweets did the coming out, and the exposure did the doing. Question. And now... She is royally fucked. Okay, but I need to understand. Are they, are they doing research on everyone who is a contestant? Yeah, Miss South Africa, or just specifically this lady? I mean, you know, that's the thing. It's very interesting because I would, everyone was, some people were saying, oh, what's it? we must do a whole thorough research of everyone who's Miss SA, go through their entire timelines and things like that. Mm-hmm. But also, I think it just so happened that someone went through hers. You know, I think one of two situations came about. Mm-hmm. Yeah? I think she uploaded a video. Yeah. And someone who knows her, who has seen her, who knows her from high school, who knows her from way back when, 
remembered that. But this person was very some type of way oh on Twitter goodness. at some yes, point. Yes, you're right. And that person uh. decided to go back and find that stuff. And either that, yes, it's like, it's or that. you know, you know how. Yeah, but or you know how like on Twitter, if you like don't upload in like forever or like you don't upload a lot of pictures. If someone goes to your media tab and they scroll through your pictures, it's much easier for them to find pictures that you uploaded um, a while ago, like 2010 and stuff like that, because you're not uploading pictures. Do you get what I'm saying? So I think maybe someone saw her video, went onto her profile, thought, oh, let me check her pictures, went under media, and then saw that picture about the background of that person having to be um, made white because he's so dark and things like that, that racist mm. um, tweet that she put out. And when they saw that, they were like, hey, about to... And then they did the scrolling, and then they went back and found those tweets mm. around that time with all of that. But I strongly... A part of me feels like it could honestly be the first one. But I remember you being some type of way on Twitter at some... Because she sounds like a freaking walking meme. Yeah, but listen... A tweeting uh, meme of... That's true. Listen, yeah. sorry, I just read a tweet now. This girl's like... um, you Because you mentioned something about, like, maybe someone from high school. Because I wouldn't just randomly... No offense, but I wouldn't just go randomly go through, like, a white girl's page and say, oh, let me see. Because she did look... For me, when she did look at her, I thought she was a former Miss South Africa because they look... No offense, similar. She looked like one of somebody who won before or was part of the top ten. So I didn't understand who this Bianca is and why she's trending. Yeah. And then now when you mention it, I'm like, I must have been triggered to have said, uh-uh, let me go down so those people can see who this Bianca is. Because this girl's called uh, Empress Ri Ariwao. Come as a bitch, hey? I went, to, I went to school with Bianca from grade 8 until matric. And I can confirm that she is a racist. Bianca and her squad always called us names like Gaffer, told us how we don't uh, belong as Jim. Okay, at be- belong as, it's not Jim, but it's Jim. And how our parents should be domestic workers and how we, how we stink. We couldn't do anything about it because all teachers were white and they always took their side. I remember all the metrics had a metric island where we would chill during break and they didn't want us to sit there because we don't belong. Again, the teachers were on their side and were sweeped under the rug. There was so much separation at school because girls like Bianca and her squad, because of Bianca and the girl in the squad, she does not deserve to be Miss SA 2020 because she is a racist and always will be. Yes, Bianca, we haven't forgotten. Mm. So this thing, I don't think is something that's just like, like I wouldn't just go dig up someone's information for nothing. So... Yep, it's confirmed. Like, I mean, if somebody went to school with her and there's, there's tweets about her, and some people do say, like, this girl was 15 years old up when she was tweeting things like that. Like, I don't know. Exactly. And also, people forget. Exactly. That's, mm-hmm. what, that's what we were also saying, is that when, like, maybe you, you might have tweeted, like, something that might be mm. off, but isn't this in Gaga and you're only 14 and exactly. 15. Some people are like, let her go. I mean, racism at 14, 15, like, but how, like, don't you know what's wrong and right? What you can't, cannot say at 14, 15. Exactly. So also for me, my thing is, cause I saw a tweet from her earlier this morning. She's like, I woke up and I got a call from my mother saying, um, what's happening on Twitter. Wada, wada. Why is like, Oh, what's happening on social media? Why is she trending and stuff? And I was also like, why is the mother all of a sudden acting shocked? I know that people can change or whatever, but like, 
this kid at 15 didn't just learn this on her own and her friends and decide, oh guys, we just don't like the other people of the other complexion on our own. These are things that you're that you're told at home that this is what's acceptable, what's not. Like you don't, you as a kid don't come out and decide, oh, I want to be a Christian or I want to be this. The decisions you're choosing to make is based on most of the time what you're told at home and information that's being fed to you. So her mom acting shocked, her child behaves like that when she maybe in the past or still is a racist is also another conversation. So I wouldn't necessarily think just Bianca. Her at a young age behaving like that, which means at home, they allow conversations like that to be okay. Like even with the guy who, remember the guy who mm. was in Greece and he was like, not a single, single tougher in sight. It's because yeah. he sent that to yeah. his group knowing that it was acceptable for them to have a conversation like that. It's like, oh, it's fine in our circle. It's fine at home. Exactly. It's fine to even put it out on the internet to say, you know, uh, imagine dating a, a, a black man. All those things she was saying. Like, I mean, yeah, people change. But racism, I mean, that's another conversation. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm not feeling... So, because now, now it, it's, it's very shaky, especially, like, we can't, we can't put out a Zosbin mm. out there. And then also, mm-hmm. so no, no, Twitter came for her. Hi, Pella, that is and not right. This definitely, yes, it is karma. And I mean, something else like bad behavior on social media. Like, because at first, when, I, when you send it to me, what you send me, I was like, oh, in the beginning, I'm like, no, people while out on Twitter, they, you know, there's more people just do like tweet whatever they want. Yeah. But as soon as like, I'm like, okay, these racist jokes, but, ma'am, you seem to be repeating them a lot. This, that, and the other. It's like, um... Yeah. And for me, the, the other thing is, yes, it might look like they're putting a magnifying glass underneath her and scrutinizing everything. I mean, some of those things, they weren't racist. It was yes, just, yes, um, yes. Um, a lot of vulgar language and, and swearing and uh-huh. stuff like that. Apart from the ones of body shaming and um, a little bit of ableism and all of that. But um, sh- sh- if you go through any other Miss Essay's Twitter profiles, I don't think you'd come across such things of them when they were that mm. age, you know? Just the vulgar alone. Yes. Do you get what I'm saying? And let alone the degrading of other women and calling women sluts mm. and making jokes about women's mm. vaginas and, like, being so abrasive and so... Hey, man, this girl. I don't think if you go through Demi Lee's, if you go through Leanne's, if you go through... Abu Basi and all of the... I mean, Abu Basi didn't have Twitter. But there. also, like, <laughs> I mean... And stuff. But I think you would not find such tweets on yeah. such a level. Yeah, that's so true. Because, I mean, people do have their mistakes. I don't know if it was just her bad luck. This girl can say that, listen, guys, me, I went to the school with this person from grade 8 to matric and she made life, like, freaking hard. It is what it is. You understand? And if she didn't change back then, like, how is it, how are we mm. going to say it's rebellion? I mean, I, I didn't watch that video, but I saw the video of this girl saying that um, racism is not a thing. It is definitely not. It's, it's not, not a stage. And also, how is she supposed to lead, like, it's a not. diverse country like South Africa and she just, like, is so, is, is racist, clearly racist. So we can't, we can't help her on this one. Like, she, she and her family have to figure out how they can help her. And she, yeah, no, sorry. Yeah, she can just forget about anything being mm. in the public spotlight, any type of work in the public mm. spotlight here in South Africa, because that's done for her. She must just 
go work privately in East Rand or in Pretoria mm. somewhere and, also was a, and they, judge pageants. Yeah, there. and they've got a lot of pageants there by uh, the east of Johannesburg. A lot <laughs> and dance classes and some random stuff that can happen. But also, full. Uh, I think full tweeted earlier and he was like, um, like basically saying, "Shame, poor Bianca." Like, oh, Bianca, I am sympathized with her situation because she is not the same person as she was uh, 15. But these youngins are bamameli. So maybe they should reap the rewards of their childish mm. stupidity even when they've outgrown it. What, you, what you're doing now is a consequence for later. That is true. It is true. And it also somewhat scares me about this podcast because we just run our damn mouths. Actually, and I actually, I've actually been also, I've been thinking about it. I'm just like, but for me, I'm not. Maybe every year, every year we should sit down and just listen to everything again and decide, okay, is this still socially relevant or should we save our asses now? Mm-hmm. So... For me, but I get, I get that. Sometimes I get scared of it or whatever. But I'm just like, also in the country, in the beginning, people used to ridicule um, Phil for his work as what he does on Twitter. And I, I don't think, and I feel like in South Africa only mm. is it a, a shine upon for you to even have a position as somebody who has commentary on things. I, I know I'm the one who goes off sometimes. Okay, and I'm yeah, just like, I hear what you're saying. I, okay, I, yeah, among, you know. But yeah, I hear what you're saying. This is this is a commentary-based based show. Based it's, show. Like, it's not just it's not just you coming exactly. for people. It's just it's literally we we did the show so we can on have comments also, on these people yes, and these people are the comments are and it's just that. Off of it. But, oh, I mean, there's still um real gobozo that's still happening on television. Even if I think they're not going the whole way because they're not trying to create pub. Coolies yes, brand you know is what that. I mean. But you, it can still be tasteful. But then, South, I mean, I always say South Africans. Always, even myself, like I wouldn't want people to come and say, hey, you know, they go through my work and say, oh, this person is doing this work, doing that and doing that. But we want to do the work, but we don't want to be ridiculed or commented on. Like we don't want to have uh, the showbiz thing in America. Like we want the whole fantasy of it, but we don't want the, uh, the, the blogs. How many blogs are there in America where people just have their own t- channels where they comment on people's fashion on what, 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 and it's a business. Like, so what am I supposed to do? Wait till YFM hires me to have mm. my commentary on things. You know what I mean? So, uh, mm. so yeah. So I'm. Yeah, it's different than just up yeah, attacking so people just like, online in general. No, I actually take time. A whole race exactly. of people. Exactly, we take time and go use my own daughter to go watch it because, like, we always say this countless times that we go online and watch YouTube because that's something we we enjoy. We watch what's happening in our showbiz. And we're like, okay, we have commentary on it. You know what I mean? And I know there's a quote, Yahori, just because you can, you, mm. you, you have the platform, you don't have to say it. But there's business in this and there's people who do it. And I'm like, if we're trying to grow like what people are doing globally with podcasts and trying to open our own platforms, I don't see a problem with the platform itself, with what we're doing. You know what I mean? Unless somebody wants to say, yeah. yo, and I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, but I, no, I don't see problems. If I'm trending, hopefully well, I, I trend for the right reasons. People are like, you know, I had a good point over there. <laughs> but, you know, the thing is, it's also the level of remorse as well. Because someone was saying, Oguti, she's busy deleting and undeleting her apologies. Opianka now. She's deleting and undeleting apologies. But she's not going back and deleting those tweets that she it's had tweeted. 
what good does it do if I already screen grab the things? So imagine, um. Well, it's. It shows that it shows that you are cognizant of the mistakes you have made, and you are removing that so that yes, it may exist in screenshots. But if anyone is looking for it, I don't think it's like a running away move to say I didn't do this. But I do think it's a thing of I'm acknowledging now, now that I've been called out on it, and I'm apologizing. I'm acknowledging that this that shouldn't belong. I shouldn't associate myself with this, and removing it. It's a different. Well, it's it's very different because there's this other um, American um, mm-hmm. gossiper lady who was called out for problematic mm-hmm. tweets as well, and then she went and she deleted like a thousand eight hundred of her tweets in one day um, that were from the past. So I think there's a difference there. But I think if you are honestly saying, "Listen, guys, I acknowledge that this what that I did is wrong, and I apologize, and my ways have changed." And without you having to rely on naming a black person to show mm. that you've got a black friend around, you are able to say, um, my actions speak for me now a lot more than my tweets of then do. Then you removing your tweets and you being genuine about everything, then we don't see it as mm-hmm. you trying to run away or anything like that. I would see it as, okay, you're just removing it because it doesn't belong there. It shouldn't have been there okay, in the first I, I, place. I, I get that. But for her, she put, out this, she put out this whole apology and then she deleted it. Then she put out a different apology. Then she's tweeting about what her mom said. And she's, she's not sure whether she's sorry or not sorry. But more than anything, it's, she's not deleting and removing those tweets in an acknowledgement that what she did now, she understands that that is not right and it shouldn't be there. And she's removing it. You know, Usi said something that was so deep. She's like, it was wrong for people to have gone through mm. and dug her tweets mm. and looked for something. Yes. But it is even wrong that they actually mm. found something. Which I mm. think is... is <laughs> that is deep. I think it's the crux of the matter. Like... We can we can judge the people who looked, but the mere fact that there was something that was found is more concerning than the fact that there were people who went out there mm-hmm. and we looked and they looked. Yes, you that know? Is so, but you know what? I was also thinking, like, imagine I am just a normal person like I am now. You know, when you go to bed, like, there's people who have heavy responsibilities as as social people in this country, like your Michalis. You know what I mean? So when you know already, you have a team people who can already know what to do when something like this happens. So I wake up as regular old Punza. This is happening. Bangani, I don't even know what to touch first. I don't even know what to do. Because I don't, I don't even have PR training. I don't even know who the first person I should be asking for help with. Like, okay, fine. Maybe she's, she, she on her own is still that person or not. I wouldn't even know where to start. I don't even know how to handle it. You know what I mean? So maybe I've got people like you who are clued up. I'll be like, hey, Bangani, mm. yo, whoa, I mm. need your help. Um hectic it's this a lot is happening can you help me what should i do on something like this some people don't have people like firsthand like that you just thought i'm pretty i take good pictures i did a dope video and then your life just switches in in, in a second you're sleeping night shift today is like because somebody tweeted at him guys it's gonna be hilarious when this girl wakes up she's gonna be shook Nana, your phone blowing up thinking like the shock in her i would be so shocked waking up and my twitter is i'm used to like at least one maybe tweet me and like on my notifications i see one notification waking up i would i would be trembling on instagram that's okay like i'd be like oh maybe something good 
But Instagram trending and things don't happen that long. But on Twitter, oh my God, I would be honestly shitting myself. Yeah. But it's also important. It's a les- it's a lesson for us to learn that you know what? If we're choosing to do something like this pod- uh, podcast, it's something we can answer for. But for what we do on our private social medias is like it's good for everyone to go look back and say, mm, maybe that was in the heat of the moment. Hey, there I was on my period. Let me. Yeah, I saw a tweet of someone saying all the all the Miss SA girls who are who haven't been exposed yet going through their timelines and deleting things, and you see this woman typing <laughs> frantically, like <laughs> trying to delete. Everyone is checking their stuff now because I, you know, and it for me. I, 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 I like it ties back to the John Slim uh, Hazen and John speaks yeah. for me and John doesn't speak for me type of thing. When you are in a public position like Miss SA, you can't be selective about the yeah, crowd yeah. that you speak for, you know? When you are on GakeNet, when you are on Mzanti Magic, when you are on Cape Bay TV, when you're on Soweto TV, you can be selective about which audience you speak for and how you're going to speak about other people and stuff like that. But mm. on such a national platform like you better SA, represent, you and we don't represent want no everyone. Miss everyone South needs Africa to feel or Miss Universe who's racist. Exactly. You know, imagine if these weren't found out now. They were found out when she's already got the crown and she's like lining up to be Miss Universe. And then it's found by. And a different country will go to oh oh South African contestant mm, oh, racist that's true but you know what also you raised an important voice because right now it might be shattering for her but as fucked up as it is the internet can just like do all of this to you mix up your whole day because you were nobody respectfully to you Bianca I don't know you or maybe you're big on social media but you, you're nobody honestly a week from now or maybe a month from now they could have completely forgotten about mm. you and you can start whatever you're doing in your community and we move on. As long as you're not coming on our national platform and trying to be an inspiration to our young kids or whatever. You know what I mean? So maybe that might be it. They might forget about her and life moves on. But I know. She had to just deactivate. Mm-hmm. I say her best hope. I say her best hope is her um, just going and uh, what you call this in the future coming back and trying something like in the future, you know, like no the ways. last year you have to 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 enter from this essay. That's when she should come in. Black Twitter management if, if, is still if there. Files and screenshots. I, like, I don't know. I don't, I'm even struggling with memory on my phone. I don't know how people keep such things. Like, how, where do you find the space? Are you emailing yourself? I need to understand how people's memory on their phones are set up because I am literally working on deleting to post, posting to delete. Do you understand? Like, woo, I, I don't know. But, like, we must just... That's a lesson for all of us. I think, you know, with, with, with pettiness, people have time for pettiness. People will have time they will put away time for you they will email something to themselves knowing that they will find it on this email all they need to do is type bianca if they ever see you if they ever want to confirm you know things like that people have time for pettiness and you've got a point people Mm. will come back even when she tries to enter actually you know i once Mm. um when i started like twitter when it before twitter became this freaking devil i was like before it became like a, a really intense App. Like, I remember we came up coming from Facebook, 
So it wasn't as intense for me at the time when I felt. But I was out with my friends, I think 2013, and I posted pictures of us out drunk and stuff. And then, you know, it's just normal. I was just like, Mara, Mara, why? Because, I mean, I deleted it, and I think I also de- deactivated that Twitter. But I'm like, what if there's someone who decided, I know it's about great, and for that moment, and I'm going to show her. Let's also go mm. back to remember mm. when Mikali tweeted the other time and she was talking about elderly men and when the whole tweet got people flipped it. They say that she tweets about a lot of what and you guys yes. ignore it. Do you remember that tweet? Yeah, so I was saying mm. every time, a mm. lot of times, mm. I always wonder how Mikali can get out of these things besides her brand being so strong because there's people who are still loyal like Michali could say like something like that some people did trust it and say guys Michali has spoken countless times about her having um relationships with older men no not older men people who are way older than her blah 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 all the tweets that were going on about that whole thing and Michali all she had mm. to do was just stop tweeting and go off twitter for like 24 hours and she comes back and we still follow her we just like not looking at like you know other people will be like wow you are feminist or people who have are victims of this of this of this people unfollow you with whatever sometimes some people's bright is strong and i also look at bonang like literally she mm. hoped she really ruined her home but her brand is so strong really now we blame <laughs> zinke like I, I, sometimes i think people also i'm like you guys are crazy now zinke is the bad person like like they're like literally when i like aka we love no one is saying but bonang you screwed yeah. up like when bonang tweets like because i remember there was a time bonang tweeting saying don't involve me in that mess. And I'm just like, ma'am, what do you mean mess? You know what I mean? So people's brands are like really so strong. Like the beehive is so intense. Yeah. You Beyonce's and Bonang's, like you can never, like you can't even tarnish that brand. They always can explain why. There's a reason why Bonang felt she needed to be involved in that relationship. And it's okay. Right now she can call it a mess and that's fine. You know what I mean? So... <laughs> I don't know. Like you can really have your old fuck That's ups, but huh? I think with the Mitali with yeah, I think I think with the Mitali lens also. I think it also depends. Like, what sort of platform are you standing on? Apart from your brand being strong, are you waking up and saying I am a leader for all the girls and I am standing up for all the women? You know, and then you're slut shaming. Or are you just saying, hey, this is me. This is my YouTube that, no, channel. Yeah, that you is stay true, if you want Michelle to. Do you get what I'm saying? She's a girl who's into makeup and she blew up and she became amazing. But she didn't say, guys, I'm going to be giving you book reviews or I'm going to be speaking. up." Yeah, that is true. She didn't say, make me your role model. And, and applying from this essay is saying, make me your role model, you know? Mm. Like, in, 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 if we're going to look at it in conceited terms. I don't know the line with celebrity because of Bonang and all of that. Because celebritism mm. also has a sense of make me your role model. But with celebritism, it comes in as, I'm going to be myself mm. and I'm hoping to be a role model out mm. of being myself. But I'm going to be myself type of vibe. With um, being an influence, I mm. guess you're saying, I'm being myself, you follow if you don't. Celebritism is I'm being myself and I want you to follow me, but mm. I'm going to be myself. You're going to choose if you're going to make me a role model or not. But Miss S.A., La Popela, Abuna Choice, they are all like this. It already has its audience that is already mm. waiting mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. next person we are looking up to. Do you get what I'm saying? Does she look like me? Is she, do I see myself? Am I going to be given a chance? It's already a position that says, nah, that's true. Okay, I never looked at it. There, but also, yes, know? that is aligned with branding. 
So the brand Yam is SA says role model, you know, our leader, yeah. our first lady also. Especially I mean have you seen how they no. rebranded recently on Instagram? What's this? Yeah. Whoever is working on graphics for Miss Essay's page on Instagram deserves a bloody shout out. Whoever is working that campaign is knows what they're doing. They've changed their logo. It's so beautiful. It's absolutely great. And then they've got this like thread of oh, gold wow. um, going through it. it. You must go check Damn. out official underscore Miss SA. Wow. I'm trying to find the brand Woo. pillars. Ish, my Instagram is stuck now. Can you see the brand pillars? Please read them out because so this like, is the person we're looking for. Basically. Then they have empowerment. Uh, okay. Yes, so that's one of read, them. And then there's duty, companionship, and beauty. Those are quite powerful. And unfortunately, Bianca, you yeah. are beauty, Mara. We need yeah. companions, companionship, empowerment, and duty. So Liz you, you, you got it. Companionship. Yes. I see this yes, inspiration like, as well. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> I send him that, say, yeah, but I, I mean, I appreciate all the points you've made out. Like, also, yeah, like, no. also, but the, what you just gave mm-hmm. as an advice is something we should also take for ourselves. Are we saying we want to go be role models? When Zalev started, I thought, oh, these people, what are, why would they do something like that? But now... They are our source. We go and get source from those people. And you see how many ads pop up on their thing. So whether we're not about that or not, exactly. celebs, they, will, they will have the story on and those yes. people are eating. Those ads are ridiculous. You know what I mean? So you don't even, they don't even have to be at your local yes, shop, right? These exactly. things are on, on your phone. When I log on to Twitter, there's an ad coming up. When I log on to, there's always, you always want to go on their page and see if, because they, they are like the, a credible source so yeah that's that on that oh. exactly yeah so we also need to we can't just ramble yeah. and tell but, people I mean, to take things i'm not saying things. i want to be nobody's role model <laughs> i'm going to tell you how i did it and if you feel that what inspires you and fits yeah. with your brand and we align with each other's brand let's do it rihanna's bad shit crazy and every girl likes so even the ones at church loki say yo but the way she holds the joint, but the way she's so free. Like, I, I sometimes I'm just like, her whole brand, she didn't say, guys, I'm trying to be sexy or I'm doing me. And then you guys are just loving it. And I didn't, she didn't say that. It's not her quote. But when I see Rihanna, I see that in Yes, I remember. The- you know what I mean? I remember there was there was a time where she 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 was being asked like, but you you're supposed to be a role model to little girls, and she was just like, I'm not. Ah, <laughs> exactly. So I mean, I would I definitely from what you said, I'm taking definitely taking that advice, and I okay, never looked at it that way because I looked at if you're casting on your best to everyone, you're supposed to be a role model, but you're doing what your best can do. You can't be a perfect human being. And those who choose to follow you, they follow you. And those who don't have their own uh, reasons why. Because brands don't align or all that jazz. So I'm definitely with that. So, yeah. Okay, let's get into YouTube Digest. Yeah. Oh, word yeah. on the street. I think we should get into some word okay. on the street and hear what the people are saying, hey? Come on! Word on the street. Here we go again. <laughs> So for word on the street, we are asking, 
During this COVID lockdown times here in Mzansi, which South African influencer has been keeping you entertained? Mm-hmm. Can you tell us, B? Personally for me. Uh-huh. <laughs> Personally for me, I do not have anyone that I can uh, list and say I am being entertained. I don't see myself going on YouTube and checking to see if this person has dropped a video. I don't see myself going on Instagram and checking these people's IGTVs out. I'm not checking out their tweets. I'm literally just going on and finding what I'm finding and not finding what I'm not finding. There's no one who I am gripped at waiting for a Wednesday, waiting for a Sunday to be like, yo, you know what? At least this person is still dropping videos and I'm enjoying. Like, I can't think of anyone. And that's okay. Like, and, it, and okay, it's okay, but it's also sad that in this time when you're supposed to be like binge watching a lot of content, there isn't anyone yes. giving it to you. Like, I get you, and it's okay. Yeah, it's a bit tricky, and, and it, it kind of sucks because also, as well, you know, one thing I had to remind myself, and I was looking at my international uh, YouTubers that I watch and follow as well, I thought they would be releasing a lot more content during this time as well, and I've realized that actually a lot of these people have been staying at home, and they've been working from home. It's just they were allowed to go out and do things, but to expect that oh, now that everyone is at home, they're going to post a lot more. The only thing that has changed for them is that they can't go out as as much as they did. But they are. They've always been at home. So if they were posting on Wednesdays at home, many of them were just like, I'm still going to post on the Wednesday. I know Vestra said that. She's like, listen, I'm not going to pressure myself to post a lot now that everyone is home because they've been at home. They've been working from home and they had a good schedule going. It's not people who were pushing a YouTube channel whilst they were working a corporate job and now they're home and now this is the time they can gain more audiences so that they can push to do this full-time. Do you get what I'm saying? So I'm thinking maybe that's the thing with our South African YouTubers as well. I mean, I was applauding who's this, Nadia, when she started doing that lockdown every day type of thing. But also, we don't know when this is going to end as well. You know, if Vlogmas, you know, I'm vlogging until Christmas or I'm vlogging until, like, there's a definite end date. With something like this, there is no definite end date. And you don't want to create expectations that are now too difficult to keep up when we're in day 60 and for the past two months, you've been editing and uploading a video every day thinking, oh, I thought we were going to be in lockdown for three weeks only. Granted, we're in lockdown for two months, you Mm. know? That, that is true. I mean, I see that. But for me, I appreciate... Like, for me, my YouTubers that I'm watching internationally are posting videos. But are they posting more than their regular schedule? No, 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 or are they not, sticking to saying, their normal schedule that they no, were? No, no, no. They're not, they're not doing, like, more than they used to or whatever. But, okay, with, with your points, fine. They're staying at home. But comparing a best dressed and people like, let me say, Sibum Panza, best dressed is... Um, has m- 3 million plus subscribers. So she's got money coming from random in her sleep. She can afford to say, my, my videos are a big project and which her videos are. Like it's a whole script production. It's a lot of work the way she edits and does her yeah. things. But there's people in our country, I'm not saying they don't have money or whatever, but I'm wondering what they're, like I mean like now George, uh, what do you call him? Um, Wasabi. Okay, Wasabi, he is, Reunited with Sasha. Yes, but they're also posting 
they also he posts on his own channel and even on his Instagram page. His work is amazing. Now I feel like that he's at home and has time to himself. He's creating more content. So I find that some people, yes, maybe they were yes working at home full time, but then they still had everyday life interfering with that. But I still haven't seen like yeah even like a normal home vlog from a normal South African people. Nothing like there's just we're not posting. You know what I mean? And it's fine with the mental health because I yeah. did watch like. Um, uh, what's this? Sibum Panza did mention on one of the videos, like, in because when we uh, recorded that episode, we were trying out how this thing is gonna work. We did mention that oh, they're not posting, no one's posting, nothing's happening, and I realized we also have to allow people to just feel into it. But I'm just like, if I had that platform and that many subscribers, I would want to at least have doubled it. If maybe I'm crazy, I don't. But yeah, I would have yes. loved to have doubled it. Like, especially during, during this time, time. You see, Daba's channel grew so much. After that, after the trend, Yam, Yamithali. Remember that tweet, Yamithali? When she, mm. yeah, Which when one? she spoke about like her sleep, saying she would rather, she doesn't want to sleep with her age group, basically. She doesn't want to sleep when with? she spoke about elderly men when she was trending. That tweet, yeah. Dwaba spoke about a video. Then she, after, immediately after the day after, had a video where she spoke about her sexual experience, the testimony on how dating almost yes. destroyed me. Yes, that video is now on. I actually can't wait until we get into. Yeah, that so that video is on 179 thingy, and then her like now she's on 108 subscribe, 108k subscribers because her and Brandon are consistently Damn. posting videos. Like you're saying, nothing special like yeah. she's posting five videos a week. No, every week we have a video, but she's growing rapidly from 80 to 100K from since this lockdown happened. That's how many days? 59, 60 days. I don't know if I'm correct, but like this girl yeah. is so consistent and that's why she's growing. So, I mean, the first people who are planning Bella to talk about is Sibum Panza and Buche. And I'm just like, I don't know. I mean, like I always say, like, you know, I love them and I'm a fan, but I mean, I'm cool, Kari Live. Like, I don't want... I, I, I'm not for lazy content. Like, I would rather... Say, wait, wait. Are you getting into YouTube yes. digest oh, now? Yes, you're still talking us, please. No, yeah, know. we must end word on the street. Let's listen to what a few people have to say. And then let's get into YouTube digest. Good day. Um, my name is Gugu. I would say that influencers that are keeping me entertained during lockdown... Well, it's usually Cizwe. He's funny. I like his clapbacks. He's like our own little Simon Cowell on Twitter, like setting people straight, which is funny. I mean, sometimes people can also be a little simple, but okay, that's not even what you are asking. Um, I like the, the Twitter war that was going on between Cizwe and AKA the other day. That was also funny. Hi, um, this is the chairman from Bryanston. I... The one influencer, do I call him an influencer? I guess. Um, Leslie Jordan. He has been quite a gem. And, you know, asking, Daddy, Daddy, watch me twirl, Daddy. Um, but with regards to South Africa, I've actually now just started coming across a lot more people, you know. Um, and and who, I'm trying to be an influencer myself, so I'm trying to keep myself entertained. Word on the street. Here we go again. Word on the street. 
In March 2020, the World Health Organization officially classified the coronavirus COVID-19 a pandemic. In South Africa, our government responded by declaring a national state of disaster. We here at The Rewind have decided to share some tips with you to ensure that you stay protected. Always wash your hands and use sanitizer as often as possible. Avoid crowded places by socially distancing yourself. Leave the house only when you need to do so. Constantly disinfect surfaces that you use on a regular basis. If you have any symptoms, please stay at home. Do not finish the groceries at the store. And stay one meter apart from each other. If you're caring for anyone sick, make sure you have a mask and gloves to do so. Lastly, shower twice a day. We believe that if you stay and you keep on doing this, you will help us fight the spread of the coronavirus here in South Africa, making sure that us and your loved ones are staying safe and protected. This message was proudly brought to you by The Rewind. You are listening to The Rewind. Okay, smamele, but we want to know the inside news. Hey, nasi sfungwazi, kutu mantla, ya mchula nubani, ni wrong, nubunza, sfungwazi, chileni, nasi off air, please. Also, guys, I'm really enjoying the podcast. It's really, really fun. I haven't listened to one in a while, one that I actually thoroughly enjoy. I'm literally out here getting ready for show, got the earphone, instead of doing vocal warm-up. Mwamele, abubunza, nubunza. That will be in Jebakulma Udodi, but I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Thanks, guys. The Rewind with Punza and B Tenacity. Hey, everybody! everybody. Welcome back to my YouTube channel. YouTube channel. I also think. Listen. Yes. I thought that was, it wasn't a link, but I mean, the, the way we're talking about that, it's, I mean, the other Zalibets, we could have just squeezed them in. They need to understand that your conversation was so heated to what we, we need to talk about with YouTube Digest and with what's happening on our YouTube space. Yeah, we really do. As is. Okay, no, it's okay. Sorry, sorry. Okay. You know, you know me. Again. You know me. Sing up again. If we let win again. Okay, 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 again. Um... Okay, so now I uh, was. Let me just check on the general tweet things. There's a. Okay, I'll talk about this girl next time. Okay, let's talk about mom and dad of Twitter, of, of YouTube. Yeah. Um. So mom and dad is Sibun Pan, Panza and Guche. And then our godparents can be Sasha and. And then other people will find names for them. But I mean, these are for me like one of my favorite couple YouTubers. Yes. Um. So Guche and Guche and Sibu Baradari live. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah, I also but, uh, can't anymore. I do content, I'm sorry. I don't know. I mean, live, it's good. Like, I like it. Like, But I'm not that desperate, is what I'm saying. Like, I'm into... Like, I'm not going to watch David Dobrik. I'm not going to watch George's content that is, like, fully, properly edited. And, and not in comparison, but also watching Pumini Dwaba. And then come and settle for a live. I don't want a live. I'm not going <laughs> to... Have you sponge up what I'm saying on the screen and then you make conversation of it. Like I want the actual content. I want content. You know what I mean? So yeah. I mean I love them, you know, like and these are my mommy and daddy of YouTube, but I just don't like it when they just oh yeah, I just made a live. But I do hear what Sibun Panza was saying about 
you know, not just jumping into things because he's back on Mompans. I mean, on Sibum Pans's channel. Yes. He was speaking about his first video when he's like, when he, okay, guys, um, you know, he's just taking it easy, whatever I understand. But like, yeah, I don't know if that's. I mean, that's you know, you can't have one person give you everything. So I prefer just seeing the vlogs on Mompanza and on Bushes channel. But if they can't give me that, I won't watch lives. I'm okay. I'm okay with lives. I'm not a live person, you know. Yeah, no, I also don't prefer the lives. And it seems to be their go-to move during this lockdown. It's not like, I, I don't understand. I mean, what happened to that whole session about the games and playing that drinking thing and um, all of that? Yeah. And I would hate to say there's so much um, they could do. Because someone's going to listen to me and listen to it and say, um, so why don't you put that on your channel? And just like, I'm just putting myself in their shoes with their content and their equipment and i'm like oh my god like and also the finance to finance because youtube is not just like you picking up the camera and filming but there's finance yahori to make things fun and for us to be for it to be enjoyable so i mean with their platform and i'm saying that i would have honestly i don't know like but i'm just yeah no i'm not cool with life <laughs> it's a no from you so do you no, no, no. I mean, like, I'll wait for them to post proper content. But for now, I'm cool. And also, this is what we do a lot of people, like, in South Africa. Or just in general, actually. It's not just in South Africa. A lot yeah. of us as YouTubers can have a, a time where we're just consistent, you know? Like, you know when they post their holiday vlog, when they posted their international trip? And then, dry. Dry. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then and then what about the subscribers who just joined? Yes. Sorry? No, then I was saying, and then try again. Exactly. So I was watching a, a YouTube uh, video thing this week because I was like, actually, I don't know. I think I just want to delete my channel and I'll, I'll come back to YouTube when I feel I'm ready. Because I'm just like, it feels like it's stagnant, blah, 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 blah. And I was watching this woman this morning who was telling us, no, don't delete your channel. The reason why it's probably not growing is because you've changed the topic. Now YouTube doesn't know how to put you on which algorithm and all of that jazz. Yeah. But now with like Bosibum Banza's channel, if I had subscribed at the time when they were showing the December vlogs, I'm thinking, wow, this is the standard. This channel they post consistently. Yeah. And then they do the travel and then I'm like, whoa, these people, my God, I'm subscribed. And then now it's dry. I'm just like, how? Now you put me on that expectation when I had joined, because I joined maybe in January and I'm seeing all these vlogs catching up on your work. Now it's locked down. There isn't anything at all. Not even much on social media. And then you're just giving me lives. I'm just like, hey, see, what's happening? I think, I I mean, the benefit of the doubt I'll give them is that their audiences really love their lives. No, no, definitely. Like, sometimes, uh, most times, I smile when Bouche posts stories. I like her personality a lot. Yeah, the audiences oh, really nice. enjoy going live with them and having that vibe with them. So, I mean, don't mm-hmm. knock it if it's, it's if it's working. I guess on their side, but no, no, I hear you. We miss we miss no, that no. that that edited, beautiful, curated content with the shots and everything mm-hmm. like that. Also, that isn't so much um, um, travelly. Just them doing their things at home, like building yeah. that furniture. Remember when they were building that stand or something? Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. That too, yeah. I also did appreciate that. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, they've got different people, like the, 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 the ones like Boruna who like watching that kind of content, I guess we'll have to wait. But, I mean, the people who like the lives, that's good. Like, it's better than not having anything from your favorite YouTuber. 
Yeah, exactly. So, Pumile Duaba's video. Okay, can we just talk about Oof. how her consistency, the quality yeah, no, of her videos. If we had our friends that could upload, I would. Yeah, yeah, she's on you it see, all the time. Everything, sound, everything about her videos, music, everything's always just like, what? And the thing I is, is being a mom hasn't slowed her down at all. Nope, 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 nope. They, they work. But I mean, I guess if you... I mean, if they're working as a team, it's not like it's just her. Her partner helps her. But I don't know if she edits her videos. It looks like Brandon's the one who's always doing the technical work. So mm. she just films and then he edits. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I'm, I'm just making an assumption that that's the case. But Damn. besides that, I mean, they are a team. They're working together. I, maybe they find the flow, yeah, okay, if Moody is sleeping or if she's playing outside or whatever. Like, I feel like they've got a flow of what's happening. But if that flow works for them, it works for us because we get to get content. And then after that tweet, I'm not, I'm not saying what that tweet uh, prompted her to post that video. But I was just like, I'm not saying I didn't look at Bush, I'm not Bush, um, Pumi as not human because she's like a hectic um, Jesus' VIP. But I was mm. also always like, I, I, I like that she, you know, for me, that's how I see it. Like when people are Christian and they can show you a side of them that was once not who they are now, and then it can touch you. And some people can change from that. Like I see Christianity and people saving people's souls like that. I don't see someone who's like, I'm so perfect. I've always been so perfect. And it's hard for me to relate and want to be a Christian. Because yeah. I'm like, yo, wow, I'm a sinner. How am I supposed to um, live up to a life like yours? When she spoke to me, when she spoke on that video, I, I was like, whoa, finally I can look at Bush, uh, not Bush, why am I saying Bush, when I, I can look at Mpumi as a number one human, because in my head, when when she's talking about God and all that stuff, I'm thinking, you know, she's never had sex before marriage or whatever, and when she had yeah. that video, I didn't, in any way, I didn't in any way judge her, I was just looking at her now as, you know, somebody like me, like I look at her and I'm like, you know what, I, you know, she, she's just human, she just chose to be Christian, this is her past and this is whatever, she was very transparent, and that made me want to be closer with her and want to be more glued up on her channel because I'm like, oh, I've got a, a personal story about Yayampumi, and I just want to be now. I'm more invested, is what I'm trying to say. Because not because I didn't think she was human, but now there's this layer of her that I'm getting to know, that I um, sympathize with and understand her journey with Christianity. Everything, everything with that video just was all right, was right. If I had more accounts, I would have subscribed so I can never <laughs> That is so lovely. You know what I mean? So I appreciate, definitely appreciate her consistency. Her consistency is mad, mad crazy. Like consistency and quality. What do you mean? Like it's really, really good. So I know. Well, you know what? I, I, yeah? I, I must agree with you because I really love the, the, how on brand it is with, in terms of being big sister on on youtube you know and mm. when she was telling us why she's doing the video and what it meant to her in the past that thinking that it, this is a story and how many of us have those secrets that you think to yourself exactly. this is only going to be between me and god and the person i marry and then i'm going to take it to my grave and now she's her speaking about having to let it out there and share it with everyone so that other young girls can heal and can know that coercion is rape i think is very very beautiful and very mm. smart of her and it's so on brand for this big sister i didn't expect her to come out with something that is so honest and so deep like when i was watching i was like damn 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 you know but um also yeah, in the same breath i i'm grateful oh. that she touched on it because 
it mm. really is something that is normalized in our society where a guy is going to not take no for an answer and give you all sorts of excuses under the sun and and actually then having to uh, just for them to get their way and i'm not saying that i'm perfect and i i haven't done that i've done that myself and i've realized mm. the error of my ways and i've apologized to the person for doing such to them but it 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 goes like i just really love how she touched on something that is sweep is swept swept is swept mm. under the rug constantly time and time again and, and as it a girl, i'll tell you it's praise. something i've also experienced myself people you don't look at it like that but it's like the person didn't ask you it wasn't even a conversation you can't just zip down your pants and expect it to happen like guys do that Exactly. And I mean the guilt that she was speaking of of having to um um know that oh I brought this guy into my house so it's my Yay. fault. Like how terrible is that? Mm. And yeah, it's a norm once again. It's a norm. Yeah, that video really is powerful. Yeah, and I love that with 108k subscribers there's going to be a more people because that video is over is on over like I think 170 something. Um K viewers so i am with that i am excited i love her content like i just hope i mean she looks like somebody who's well disciplined i would say she's a nerd so i love that she's just on this youtube thing and you know just taking advantage of being at home and not fully running her business her beauty uh what's this yes is it, what is it called again? yeah with her husband and just living her best life yeah and they're just creating content so i really do appreciate that and i love that so um if our friends were here they would be clapping okay now who else anna lady now lady toast with the lady this new segment that she's got going yeah she's got a a, a, a like a thing like a recap like on shows that yes i don't know like i just actually just put down the name because my lady is freaking crazy consistent i don't want to really talk about it uh, I just like am um, in, enjoying that she's so consistent, and well done to her. But because there isn't like she's just basically like recapping on shows that are happening in South Africa, talking about it, and still having more story times. There is a lot of consistency. So, I mean, this is amazing. So, I love it because um, people love her personality. So it really works for her channel because mm-hmm. like she's giving us personality, and because she's recapping, she's like it's. It's another form of storytelling, which is what works for her channel. Mm. The story times and everything like that yeah. and sitting there and telling us things that have happened. I love that she's not pushing herself to like doing vlogs or pushing herself into makeup or push, you know, like when you're like running out of stories and you're trying to diversify your content now. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think this was a very, very smart move and her followers who watch the same shows she mm. watches will enjoy also, it. Also one of the... Uh, YouTube things with like evolving and becoming a different person because we can't expect these YouTubers to be the same people. When she decides to not have all the wild stories from her university days or when she was younger, then what? Do, does she lose subscribers if she decides already, you know what, guys, I don't have any more wild stories or crazy things to tell you guys anymore? Because I remember you did ask once, do you think her, uh, her stories will run out? And I was like, no, it doesn't seem like it, but like. When I was listening to this girl on YouTube was giving advice on how to grow your channel or if you change your niche, what happens? Because people do evolve. Like, yeah, she started off and, you know, sometimes most people start YouTube not thinking it'll be so big. It's the people like that who would never, like, what, by end of the year, should be on 50K. She didn't see it happening. Now you're like, I want to change my brand 
to what you know maybe just being a presenter or whatever i don't know but i'm just saying it's good for her because she's keeping what works for her but i wonder what happens when you decide that you know what i want to evolve i don't have any more stories because not only is she a storyteller but she's a her stories are batshit crazy i'm like what do you mean the lady because then every time i look and i listen to her stories i'm like i haven't lived i'm not even doing i'm so so old but i'm not even close to living to live. like the state of living was you love girl like and i'm just like yeah i don't have the backbone yeah yeah but also i think with with that and it ties back to the the boomy thing like mm-hmm. Um, just like how open are you going to be on YouTube? Are you going to tell every wild story mm. or like all of those things? I think that's something that still haunts me to this day. And it's one of the reasons why I think I still haven't put up a video, but that's another conversation for another day. Um, I think Nalit is going to do well with this recap thing. She just needs to keep it up. But, you know, I think it's very different to, do you know, um, Sim, Simi Wright or Sims Wright or something? Yeah. The one who's pregnant right now, yes. or she's about to have a baby. Mm-hmm. She also started doing some like Mkosi Fridays on her channel or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. With hers, that one, I just felt it was a little bit forced. Like, uh, I, I don't know. I'm in lockdown. I've... Yeah, but also, uh, Sims yeah, let's Rice do that. Let's do Mkosi Friday. Sims Rice channel started off as. Um... <clears throat> It started off as a gossip channel like uh, Owami. Then she felt like, mm, guys, I don't want to be involved yes. in gossiping about people. So I'm cancelling this. And then she's like, mm. then now and then she touches base on that. Then she'll do vlogs. Then she'll do whatever. I don't know. Like, I'm not her, tar- I'm not her target market. So I can't really speak on it. Yeah, I guess what you're saying. I watched like one and I was just like, yeah, and I carried on. Yeah, yeah. But with, um, with, uh, who's this? Who will we speaking about now? Sorry. Why is my brain going blank? Um, no, no, no. TV recap, Naledi. Yeah. Yes. Do you think Naledi is going to get to a point and a position where she gets onto a level like Zuki and, uh, Sine? going onto production sets and doing behind the scenes and interviewing cast members and things like that? I don't know yet, hey? But like, only the future will tell because you can say that... I mean, there's a lot of people, like, even with... Um, can I please touch that on that conversation? Because, um, I don't know. Like, it's South Africa at the end of the day, so people don't really align the brands of what's needed. Like, they just decided, oh, let's call Jessica Vanieren call um, Zuki, let's call Snare, and let's just call them on the cast and whatever, and then they'll be vlogging this whole experience, which is also a great marketing tool because I'm like, oh, that's nice. Because they were there and whatever. Now, Netflix thought, if these people vlogged it, they're going to uh, post these, this content at this specific time. This is great marketing because now my favorite YouTubers have this content, blah, 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 blah. But my yeah. whole chat is also with them not... Like, the way Snare's video was shot, was somebody who was going to educate us because she's got background is uh, not as just only as a performer and not because her mom is an actor or uh, actress or whatever. But um, the way she did it is the way I felt like it should have been done. Not like a holiday getaway vlog. The way not that Zuki did it wrong, but like they don't like do like the whole aligning with the brand. So I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if South Africa just decided how to be a lady on set because she tells stories on YouTube. 
Yeah, I hear what you're saying. So, but uh, yeah, I hear you're already like making your comparisons. Let's hear it. Yeah, for me, it's just that. Like, I mean, like, I was like, when I saw the vlog, yeah, yeah, Zook, it was nice. It felt like she was um, someone who's really happy to be on set. Like, she was happy to be on set. Like, there's the first time she's an extra or whatever. But informative yeah. wise, me knowing more about the show, it's what um, Sne did. Sne Gwemfrongo did. Like, she was showing us, like, we wanted to know what goes on behind the scenes. Besides her being on this thing with Netflix or whatever, we wanted to know, ooh, this is what they're doing, or what is the show about, what are, what are, what are. Remember when uh, Snare went overseas with, was it Nickelodeon or something? Yes, and met, it was with Netflix, and she met the Unbreakable cast, cast or something. Yeah, but what Unbreakable first, breakdown? Or... Yeah, but at first our issue was that she was there, Mara, she was making it all, like, about the holiday. Yes, it's good to be whatever, but, like, in the beginning of the video, like, I think um, Phil had tweeted it and he said, like, inform us. Tell us what I'm here and this is what the show is about and this is what Nickelodeon Awards are about or this is what Netflix is, whatever. Inform the people. But people do, like, a brand sponsorship and just say, was um, Sephora. I only remember Sephora and only, I think, the second video did she do a proper thorough video with the people on the Netflix show. So it's just, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Just, the brands must align, not just because of popularity, but the brands must actually, it must represent. I hear what you're saying. Well, to me, for the two, I really appreciated how um, Snare took us with her on mm -hmm. set. Yes, I know Zuki took us on set with her, but a lot of the video was just watching Zuki eat burgers and talk to us about what she experienced. Yeah. Whereas Snare took us on set and we were walking around Even on set. But I also expected... Yes, the whole interview. Uh, but I thought they would give her a, a higher caliber of people to interview. Not that the costume lady is not important, but make her speak to the lead, like a full-on interview like she did with the cast of um, Breakdown. Or what is that show that she interviewed yeah, in the States when she went for Netflix? But I mean... She sat down with the cast and spoke to them. I thought they'd, they'd give her the same level of access, especially seeing that this is a South she African cast. She to the lead lady. They'll go with the braids. But it felt like... Yeah, it felt like she she grabbed her like in between takes, yeah, I mean, you know? Like it didn't feel like it's no Bogan is a bit hard. A room was set aside. <laughs> Sorry, it's a bit hard to Or like It's a bit Sorry, hard. Sorry, are you talking? I think it just cut a bit. Oh, no, I was mm -hmm. saying that um I, I I really or like had they said to her snare ooh ooh I forgot the, the girl's real name, um, is going to be in makeup at this time and this time, come through and interview her then. You know, something like yeah, that. Yeah. I, That's what I expected. Yeah. It felt like she was, she was, she was like, um, okay, they're not shooting right now. It seems like it's a break. Let me just go talk to her quickly and stuff like that. I, I, I just wish they had given her as much access as they did in the previous one, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, see, also, it also goes back to the standard of, like, Netflix... Um, America and here, or Netflix everywhere else but South Africa, because there must have been somebody who said, if we're going to have these influencers, what is the purpose? Besides them vlogging, what is the direction? I must give you a proper brief. Zuki could have covered the people who do yeah. the crew. Maybe Snake covered the, um, the, act, uh, the actors. And then uh, Jessica maybe covers the, um, the makeup, the design, the costume, all of that other stuff. Because obviously the whole production is broken into other things. Also, maybe for us to understand how you know you know those other things the cost was quite big so we could have spread people and said okay in this specific time there's a schedule because there were times when they were just chilling and not knowing what to do but not everyone at the time was probably on set so 
why didn't they t- steal time for this and that but also that's a story for another day but i get what you mean like to also have more info but i also think uh-huh. with what yeah with what you're saying i think what you're touching on is um also having an intention yes. for yourself you know like you know you're going on set so being cognizant of okay cool this potentially costume people I could speak to, the people who are doing the set. Let me see if I can speak to guys who are holding the cameras and stuff like that. Just in case you don't get to the leads and stuff like that, um, let me see if I can grab a producer. Oh, yeah. uh, maybe at lunch I shouldn't be eating. I should find these people and ask them, listen, can I grab you five minutes between your lunch break, maybe before or after you've eaten, just to speak to you about, you know, mm-hmm. having that level of intention when you're going to these shows and you're not just going on an invitation and they told you you can be on there from nine and then now you're there on nine and you're just walking around pointing a camera at everything like actually getting there and like already having some sort of a storyboard set up in your mind of what do i want to bring attention mm. to if your channel is a fashion channel then you're obviously starting at the wardrobe department and you're speaking to true, them about those true, things true. you're speaking to the makeup lady about mm. those things you know if your channel is all about diy are you going to be running to the set people you know so i think this this as much as the people who are sending out these invites need to think who are they brand aligning to what. Now yourself, when you get these briefs saying we want you to come and cover, you need to sit down and say what can I find interesting for my audiences and how can I make this about my branding and myself and everything like that, you know? No, that is so true. That is, well, I never thought about that. But like branding goes a whole way. It goes the whole full circle. You know, but I mean, I think we should actually bring on a branding expert to come just and speak to us and unpack it for us and let us how know it how done. it's working right maybe, now, especially with having PRs yeah. and managers and being an influencer. Because an influencer, you are that you are that on your own. You are a whole production team and you are a whole relations relations public relations team. You are talent. You are makeup. Yeah. You are. So okay, but actually, also, besides um, having someone come on our thing, we could actually create a thread on Twitter, like, of people to listen to and watch for specific topics. You know, like, the, the, the platform Yarona shouldn't just be, like, us talking and commenting, but, like, if we have a problem, how do we find solutions to put on the page and say, hey, guys, there's a few videos on specific yeah. things. So if we're talking about mainly growing a channel, keeping a niche, we find links, we put this video, this video, this, 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 and it's going to help you with this and that. Whether people retweet it and see it, but eventually they'll see that the rewind is not just commentary, but we're really into this because we ourselves are growing and learning day by day. And actually being able to, like what you mentioned now, it's something I never really thought of, like broadly, like, ah, I'll go and say, now be excited, I want to speak to the lead. Mara, you're right. I want to know about the costume. Like, how did they, whatever. And because also that's something you could venture in. Like, I could say, not only do I have an online shop, I can start answering clothes for this thing what is needed water 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 so what we're talking about here is not just like exactly. uh, josias mulele would say you're on the money so we are on the money <laughs> <laughs> i wish i could be on the money for myself and actually produce content that's doing this but we start slowly and surely you know okay so we are on uh that was very interesting b i just want to make a note for myself so let's talk about the langers are we done with the comparison um, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm feeling good. Um, you can start on the langas. I'm just making the notes. The langas. So pretty ugly and bontle now on um, 
YouTube as well. Our celebrity, our celebrity. I think um, we're, we're definitely going to need to have a segment of celebrity YouTube on YouTube Digest, where we literally just speak about the South African yeah, celebrities and the content they're putting out. So pretty no. ugly. Well, I, I mean, it, it's, a, it's, 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 you mean a special episode or a special segment? I'm not saying a special, I mean, like oh, within YouTube Digest, whilst we speak about our parents and couple YouTubers, we also speak about celebrity YouTubers because there's, mm-hmm. there's that brand now, mm-hmm. you know? I get you. Okay. So, I'll, so Pretty Ugly and Buntle are on um, uh, YouTube as well. I was watching their video, the one with them chilling in the day and him playing, uh, pretty ugly playing soccer and then Buntle dancing for us. And what did you one. think of that the video? The last one I watched is when um, she was braiding him and then they went to his house and they were cutting the mom's hair. Like I watched them at, like, at random for conversation. Oh, okay. How do you feel about yeah, their content? Yeah, but I don't know. Like I'm mm. not obsessed with celebrities who are on YouTube. Even if I encourage it, I know there's people who love it. But for me, I would watch Stephen Panza and Luce. I watch everyone else. But I, I, I would, I would. If I'm bored, I'll watch. Yeah, it. the the celebs you'll find them on huh? traditional media. The celebs you'll find them where you yeah, found them. Yeah, but, I'm, but I also appreciate been. them being on YouTube. I like that they took the initiative to say, "I'm not going to wait for a visit to give me a reality show. We're going to do it." But I would, I'd rather watch Sibu and Luce as opposed to watching Pretty Ugly and Bonte. There's specific people like Bonang, if she had a yeah, that's um, a channel, I mean, definitely I'd be on it, like, every single day. But, yeah, I mean, like, I watch their channel, I mean, their videos sometimes, like, oh, but I'm not, like, a diehard fan. So that's that's the issue with celebrities. Like, if, if I'm not a fan, I am just not going to force myself to, yeah, if I can't go through your stories, I'm not going to watch YouTube. But I really appreciate them being on YouTube. When I find the time, I watch their videos, but... I'm not going to watch it. Yeah, I mean, for me, I also felt like the, uh, there was, the, with the video I watched, um, it's, it's just the content is just all over the place between Le Yabo Pretty Ugly and then um, Nobunke. It was just a little bit too all over the place for me. And that was a video of them, of him playing soccer in the garden. The next thing, she's giving a dance class. Then he's giving a freestyle at the end. Like, I was just, watching the video so that I can talk about it on the show, but had I been just chilling in my spare time, I would have clicked out of that video a long time ago. But I also don't think I'm like diehard fans of theirs and everything like that. Um, But I mean, what's very interesting, I find myself leaning more closely to the screen when I'm watching the Langas. And I mean, I'm not like comparing them as in this one is better than this one. It's just a content offering. The Langas are sitting down and they're giving us diary sessions and they're talking about their wedding, their experience since getting married, what it means, and they're answering questions about um, Ubungo Mababo and how they deal with it in their relationship and all of that. And they're showing us like behind the scenes snippets and stuff of the wedding, which I'm really appreciating. And the cinematography is really great, obviously because they had a production crew on the wedding. Um, but I really am enjoying that uh, content that they are giving out. La Payana, it just feels like I'm just watching on my Instagram lives and but jumping also that, between now that you, you um, stories. It also goes with branding because that is, mm. it, I never thought of it, but it's also the branding of that. Like Dineo's branding and Winter's branding, they, yeah. they, they're there for the culture. Like kids from Brown love them. 
then other people, the kids from Brum still, yeah. do they still listen to solo? Do they know who Dineo is? Are they, what Dineo, are they more for our generation? It's questions like that that we should be asking before even, you know. For me, what I'm also really loving is the use of their own music. Like, they are the last people I need to be hearing any stock music from. If I hear a song that I hear from our normal YouTubers that we watch on a daily, I am yes, going yes, to be yes, flipping yes. annoyed because those people have their own music. They've got their own damn studios. I love they that have also. that creative freedom and time mm-hmm. to put mm-hmm. together something. Like, I cannot... I'm, I'm very proud of them for make, being cognizant of that and making sure they're doing that. But they better keep it up. They shouldn't get lazy and no, just no, download the songs and stuff like that. If, if anyone needs to be putting out their own yes, music, yeah, no, I'll it's appreciate them, that when you know? I listen to what Pretty Ugly... They like even tell us where to get their music, whatever. Especially because mm-hmm. their music so, I mean, is yes, quality. I, I definitely love, love, love it. Like for me, even if it wasn't quality, like if you did your thing and you did your piano and you felt like it was, it's better than me knowing that you're going to play the same song that your channel started with and you and you. Like putting your creativity there and just showing people you're not just one dimensional is so good. So I'm for that. Yeah. Speaking of the Yanos, speaking of the Yanos, Konjo, which uh, family is it where oh, Baba Kona was busy posting uh, the Lobo's um, um, video where opposing a content in the yard, busy oh, DJing for everyone? Hungani. Yes? Yes. How crazy they are going. Got to love it. Those people are going to be the biggest crazy. YouTubers in the country by the end of the year. Mark my word. How many subscribers do they have right now? On, uh, Defining Love is on half a million. The last time I checked, it was two weeks ago. Half a what? million. What? Damn. Damn, damn, damn. We should actually do a defining episode and literally just sit down and recap some of the definings that have come out recently since oh, we yeah, haven't done yeah, that yeah. in a while. Your yeah, favorite type so of I'm content. Sorry. Okay, now they're on 134 subscribers. When did they start off? 134k subscribers. They started this in Feb. And they've been Feb. And their views are already over 4 million views. On their channel, so let's see. Yeah, video is already on a million views. Um, I just want you to gauge how much views they get. Mm. Like, video from two months ago, 100k, 100k. Sorry, um, I mean, they're on the 100k views, they're not like playing on hey, like this one from five days ago was on 50 is on 53k. Um, views because we need to also do that thing that you used to do, like where you like try. Calculate plus minus how much would this channel be bringing in? We need to do that where we break down mm. bigger people and say, let's try play estimation of how much money they actually have. Just on the channel. So they're doing it. Yeah. Yes. Let me see. I just want to say, yes. um, defining. Why is it not showing me uh, defining love? You know, matter defining love is a dope concept because. It's my money that's coming to me, even if other people come. Yeah, it's not, um, <laughs> exactly. And you exactly. want to feature so on my channel. Oh, what the hell? That's the most viewed 
uh, defining love video. And they had celebrities on here, bro. So like, yeah. Mm. So, Damn, yeah, these guys have a serious no, audience. No, no, no. Like, they got diehard fans on. I follow Hongani on Instagram. Like, he's got fans. People who are like, because he's got a dance studio. People come to his dance classes. People come to his acting classes. This person didn't just look at what he had and just said, oh, I'm going to just be an influencer because I'm a celebrity. You know, he took that and he's making money over it. And I love that he's prioritizing money over um, being a celebrity. And that's what's working for him. People just want to be celebrities for nothing. This person is breaking it. They've got a... You see their house? You must watch their wedding mm. for money. I was like... That, that cool, yard that is I'm huge. Like, well, that is what young love should be when we, when we make it. Like, it's so... Yeah. And you said they... No, are they pregnant now? Are they expecting that. now? Oh, congratulations to Tata Fox. She's pregnant. Oh, I'm sorry. She's pregnant. Congratulations. Oh, she really? had released a, a video of um, sharing also her personal story about like losing babies, um, how many miscarriages and how many babies she had to put to the ground. And people, she was just thinking it was very insensitive when people see you gain weight and they're like, oh, are you pregnant? Can't, like she's saying like men do that or maybe if men bash, bash you and stuff. But if a woman is going to be like, because you gained weight, put on some weight and be like, oh, like, she must be pregnant. You know how people are in the comment section. So she found and felt that was insensitive. I really enjoyed that video. Mm. Like, like it was like nice to see Tato in her, you know, more calm state, but also very unfortunate that she's been through all of that. So mm. congratulations on the new Baba. Congratulations to them. And Zenanda is also pregnant. Zenanda Mfenyana, um, she was on The Queen as well. I guess we should have spoken yeah, about this at, during the rewind, but hey. Um, I mean, like, we also, Sinovuyo, I've recently been watching her videos and enjoying them. Mm. Not her videos, her content on Instagram. I wasn't like, because with mm. natural hair, and like a, I was like a hectic, just yours person, yours channel. But now I was like, oh, seeing a lot of uh, snare, not snare, uh, Sinovuyo being consistent. And I'm like, hmm, this girl's interesting. And I watch her YouTube videos. She's like so hardworking. Her business is thriving. Her hair is gorgeous. Her skin is amazing. And I'm just like, wow. When I grow up, I want to be like you. Anyway, since so she posted a, um, yes. a, what's this? A, a, a post on Instagram with a picture that is not exactly the Instagram standard. For mm -hmm. when you're an Instagrammer, like you know how people always want you to be together. If you had a flat tummy, keep that going, babes. Your hair must be perfect. Your skin must be perfect. Like you know, everyone who goes on Instagram is not trying to show their the saddest or the, the the ugliest corner in their room in the house. You always want to show them the best lighting, the best skin, the best this. And um, she, yeah. So her the, her post was yeah, coming from yeah. a place where people say, um. Like, people will come in and say, we want the real you, we want the real you. And she's like, dear Instagrammers, yeah. you say you want the real, the real, but you do not. You want curated escapes from reality. Even when you say, you're so real, Sino, you muffle me. You want me to be the real that doesn't over, overlap with the ideal ideals which you celebrate. My realness has always been my greatest essence and my biggest downfall. I've learned to manage it, and it's. It, uh, sorry, I've, I've I've learned to manage it, and it's 
awesome it's an awesome skill i've gained i gained a lot of weight last year and i actually didn't mind and even though i haven't lost even though i have lost about 4 kgs i've been posting regardless in december and i got the nicest comments people even said i looked pregnant mm. the nastiest sorry nastiest comments people even said i looked pregnant <laughs> i'm like the, nice the, the, comments the nastiest comments people even said i look pregnant knowing fully well that i am not because i would not post uh the baby tummy so you know when you gain weight and you just like i'm not gonna post a fully bikini picture because yes. people will really kill me for being fat but also people make the assumption that i'm pregnant so you just like i'm only yes. gonna post my face uh so, okay yes okay, where am i now people uh do people i do not know post the comments make you sure that i feel bad about myself sometimes while well, i develop hypersensitivity about my weight because of the comments anyway instagrammers can so can be so vile and make it so impossible to even post things that were not completely stressed about let's be honest real real doesn't exist online everyone we like is different from human from human realist expectations okay that was long and i don't like reading out loud okay um that was <laughs> for me when i read that because i mean then i was like obsessed with seeing her posts and her stories and i was just like that is so true even with myself like when i you i don't know if you noticed for the past two weeks i was off instagram again and this time around i was just like off because i realized how because when i went back on monday day before yesterday i was realizing immediately when i got back mm. just on my instagram because i mean i am on the rewind page and everything when i'm off my own account and i don't feel anxious i just posted or whatever but the anxiety i feel the yes. moment i just posted my story because of yes on my own account i Get was not to realize what, what is this thing why do you want to go off because if you're saying you want to come into this industry and one day become an influencer you can't just pick and choose when you come on or people don't care about your feelings you must produce content but i was like the, the you you're nervous because of what people think of you it has nothing to do with you and uh, and i it has nothing to do with not with you just like that but like you're upset it's the obsession like you worry about what people think of you more than what you should be thinking about yourself and like it's a lot of things to do with this with post exactly and yes and i mean we 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 have that uh in ourselves but it it it's very sad when it gets um in um enforced or emphasized by people on the outside because already you are like prejudging yourself and then when people when you come on and then people like either validate those <laughs> thoughts you had of yourself with a positive or negative yeah. it's a quite but detrimental I mean, like, really to, to a work. mental I'm, health I'm you know? telling myself i need to work on that because like i mean even with my with singing like the reason why i stopped posting covers because i'm like I don't sound like you know how people who sing now sound like they singing talking riffing you know that style so that's been the trend and what's yeah, trend for yeah, the yeah. millennials and then what was popping when you at school is like oh bongani if you can bounce wow that is good or if you can you know technically like i mean riffs are technical but i'm not a riffer <laughs> like so i've been so hard on myself saying i don't know how to riff or and people don't like it when you're too loud singing too loud because maybe if you're belting that's too loud or just singing normal and just being a straight singer without all those decorations 
you you know what I mean? So I've been like battling with that a lot. With that, with um, with me thinking that ooh, like wow, well, yeah. many didn't comment on my picture. It must be a bad picture. But if I liked it when I posted, I need to just say fuck it, bitch. You're you're amazing. Like you need to. I don't know. You just need to be your your biggest cheerleader and just try shut out all the 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 noise that is coming around with being uh, on social media, especially if you've got your own personal issues with anxiety and mental illness. But also, I've got something I want to talk to you about off camera regarding this. I mean, off not off camera, uh, off um, the recording. <laughs> no, it's nothing intense. Um. So where are we now? We're on Zuzi, where? Oh. <laughs> um, on her crime stories. I haven't watched it, but when, I, when her, her, her thumbnail popped up, I'm like, wow, finally, um, a South African giving us content on on what the crime stories. What do you have to yeah, that's very true. And I mean, I'm loving it as well. And I'm loving how she's making it her own in terms of I'm going to do my makeup while I'm doing yeah. this here. She's not trying to like put into any other mold and stuff like and that. But that really school. means. Um, yeah, that means that she really trusts in her personality if she if she just feels like she can just tell us a story like that. And I mean, people, it seemed like people really loved it. Mm-hmm. People were like, yo, please come back with okay, more and no, things like that, you know? I think that's great. Do you think we're going to have like a flurry of no, them, no, no, like thousands and thousands of them now starting? Maybe she has a lot of time to do her research. So um, I'm hoping for more content and also expose people who don't know that kind of content. Like, I mean, it's very interesting, like listening to the crime stories, how, what, eating. So I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, I think... I think then what what's great about starting something out is that you 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 I, you a set the benchmark like the level of the standard um and then b you're not competing too much with other people it's when there's a lot of makeup people in the game now we need your personality to shine so that you can stand out from the rest but for the mere fact that you're the first it's so different you do get to grab that market nice and early and quickly so I think like hers is very great like. Everyone can do a face mask. Everyone can show us a look. But if you're going to add that and mix it with something that's interesting or mix it with something that's irregular or something like that, then it's why I keep coming back for your looks instead of just having you talk to me all the time and telling me, now I'm going to use this, now I'm going to use that. And also, I remember when when I once went to a YouTube seminar, they mentioned that, like, we can all be makeup makeup artists. You can do drunk makeup, whatever you can do something like this because this is like, I mean, she's telling us this whole research while she's doing her makeup. So there's so many ways to infiltrate this industry, yeah, beauty or whatever you want to be as a YouTuber. So, yeah. Yeah, because now if I'm someone exactly. who loves crime, I might just sit and watch you that's, doing that's makeup true. just that's to hear true. the crime story. And mm. now you don't just have beauty yeah, people no, watching true. your I channel, you know? 100%. So, yeah. Yeah. But kudos to her. I, I hope she does more. I'm no, excited please. to see like, And I'm going to be joining her. I must have a start with I mine. will definitely I watch saying. it. Like, it's very interesting because I, will, I know that you, even if you're doing the same thing as her, it wouldn't be this. It won't be the same. And you already have stories galore. So, B, I don't know. 
Yeah. When we have our meeting after this, I've got something to tell you. No, okay. okay. Um, I think Copano. She she was Copano the blog. Do you All remember right. her? <laughs> Copano uh, the blog, but now she's yes. Called, uh, she's I think you remember that name. Friend. So. Like um a very also like uh, influential young lady. Yes. Um, she's married and she's back. I was just saying she's back on Instagram on YouTube because she wasn't posting for a while since she got married and had a baby. So yeah, she's bringing us content. Um, I'm happy for her. Just saying, welcome back. Oh wow. And yeah, that's that on that. Yeah, I wasn't. I I didn't watch her content much, so I I wouldn't be able to just um to comment on it no, no, much and right. notice. I didn't even notice that she was gone, you know. But welcome back to her. No, hopefully she's you know not feeling pressure from all the other YouTube moms. The best advice I got is that when I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore, it's just like have fun, and then everything else will fall into place. And it's especially when you want to make money, it's hard for you to say you want to have fun, but focus somewhere else. Have it, do it, and then. Oh, that's so beautiful. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, I know that's really great yeah, advice. Most, I've realized most people have even fun like, and everything else will fall into place. Remember when we spoke about couples earlier? The guy, the guy was a DJ. <laughs> But the crazy two, yes, the crazy two. But I've been yes. watching them. Like, I mean, they're not my cup of tea, but, like, these people are consistent. Now they're on one point... Exactly, they're on 1.2K uh, subscribers. And they subscribers. haven't done. So they're going to have ads soon, or ads already playing. And I'm just, like, really proud of them. Because I was like, what? These people are just, like... And you don't have to be everyone's cup of tea. Like, people are watching them. They're going to do well. And I'll still... Even if I don't like really like I'm crazy about them, but I'm gonna support them. I'm excited to watch through their ads and support them because they really worked hard to get to where they are. So yeah. thanks for yeah. recommending them, and I hope everyone checks <laughs> check them out. Umi dreams, them. Umi dreams and the real MXO. Yeah, please, Bongani, check them out. They're really fun. Okay, I'll do that. Okay, I think we are. I've wrapped up my list. You've wrapped up your list. Mm -hmm. Are we done for YouTube Digest? Yes, we are done, sir. But oh, this wow. is quite the chat. I wish we could, I, I wish we could still go on. But we've got word on the street, so... Because we're still going to talk about entertainment either way. Okay, so let's, let's close YouTube Digest for there today, and then let's get into some word... On the street. Come on! Word on the street. Here we go again. Word on the street. This is Mkululi Vokwana, and I have had a couple of SA influencers keeping me sane in this lockdown. From Somizim Shongo, who has been quite entertaining on Instagram with his videos to Sikhle Jafda who has brought some spiritual upliftment in my life by having conversations with Bonnie Bully to speaking about career moves with Sylvester Chaoke. It has been quite helpful. Um, there are no, I wasn't keeping myself preoccupied with 
entertainment and influences and external and yeah it just it's just not how what I was feeding on in this time I was doing a lot more self-work uh yeah Word on the street. Here we go again. The rewind with Punza and B Tenacity on Twitter. It's at the rewind underscore sa. On Instagram, it's also at the rewind underscore sa. Let us know what you think. See la pogole your game. On Twitter, DM us. You can send us an email on therewindsa at gmail.com. You are listening to The Rewind. You're listening to The Rewind with Punta and B-Tenacity. I don't even know Rob. Yeah, like, back. do they even say hot Rob, Rob Marawa in the papers anymore? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's like Robert Marawa. <laughs> I remember the one time I read the papers and they had called um, Kimang, this guy who played um, Kenneth, Kenneth Mabasa. Mashaba. Let's, let's check Mabasa. They had called him Heartthrob in the papers. Heartthrob. It's been, I'm just like, Heartthrob. Ah, that's a bit extra. That's, that's like a guide push. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alright, well, <laughs> I, we got disturbed there a little bit. So, if there was any jump, ask you any guys. Maranya, which is your push. Technology. <laughs> it's not us. <laughs> it's not us. It's the technology. But otherwise, you know, honestly, thank you guys so much again for listening. For those of you who always keep on coming back, those of you who are always sending voice notes, we really do appreciate it. Hey. Yeah. Thank you so much for the love. Yeah. Any parting words for money? Um, parting words on my ha- on my side is wash your hands. Even mm. when we go to lo- level three, when we go to level two and level one. Wash your hands, keep listening and following our Corona PSA because it's real out here. But it's my second wave with Corona, so don't get too comfy. Okay. Whatever I'm with it. Hey, that's a lot. Mara, I'm with you. Your closing words? Um, wear a mask, I guess. Just be safe, guys. Exactly. Be safe. Be safe. I read a tweet that said, you know what, at this point, let the strongest immune system win. Like, let's all go out. Let's huh? all go hustle. That's what people are saying. Survival of the fittest. Survival of the fittest. Let's all go to work because it seems like other people are enjoying, other people are on lockdown. So, Masambin. So, no, I love my life too much to risk it like that. Yeah. <laughs> Way too much. Yeah. So... All right. Bye. Well, thank you guys and bye. bye. <laughs> YouTube Digest. The, the Rewind. Ujiwa King. Am, am I saying this right? Ujiwa King. Press forward. Hello. Word on the street. Yeah.